come in? Oh my god. Oh my god, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. Well, you know what they say about the fittest? everybody this is young persons radio with me your host colby smith right here on radio free brooklyn this is the only show on the airwaves where you the listener are guaranteed to be cooler than the host that's right our number 904-606-0842 if you want to call in and join the fun 904-606-0842 young persons radio is the first show of our sunday block of talk shows the first live show i should say of our Sunday block of talk shows here on Radio Free Brooklyn. We will be followed at 11 sharp by Points of Order, the great sports talk show. They have followed us every week since the beginning, and they are still there. And they are followed by The Stroll Show, where we interview local bands, and that is followed at 1 p.m. by Objection to the Rule, Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. Uh, So don't touch that dial all Day. And then after that, you know, the, the baseball games will start. The baseball games. Not here. You'd have to go somewhere. Now I'm advertising for you to change the channel at 2 o'clock. Don't. Don't. This is Young Persons Radio. Colby Smith here. Uh, I want to uh, remind everybody that we now have an email address for this program, uh, which is ypr at radiofreebrooklyn.org. That's O-R-G, org. If you are listening, it's a it's a fair bet that you are logged into RadioFreeBrooklyn.com right now. But if you want to send us an email, do not send it to YPR at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. I will not get it. Go to YPR at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. And I said a couple weeks ago that I would read the first five emails I got to that address, regardless of what they say. And I did. And I've only gotten one so far. So there are four left out there. Anything you want to make me say, you could make me, uh, you know, it's like a, like any other, uh, anybody else. I could, uh, I could record your phone voicemail for you, you know, or, uh, or like ask someone to prom. Or, you remember a couple of years ago when Brian Cranston was doing that LBJ one man show on Broadway and there was this video that went viral of a guy who got Brian Cranston to like ask someone to prom with him. And he was like, he was like, could you say, uh, this is what he said. He was like, Stephanie, if you don't go to prom with Kevin, I urge you to tread lightly. Which is a Breaking Bad reference. But in the video, the guy's like telling him what to say. He's like, could you say tread lightly if she doesn't go to prom with me? And I was like, oh, <laughs> Like, yeah, what is the, what is the, what's the message here? It's not that, oh, it's like, there's a cool thing that Brian Cranston's asking the, uh, my, like, my lady friend to prom for me. It's, 
Brian Cranston is doing Walter White and is saying, if you don't go to prom with Kevin, I'm going to murder you. We all got to think twice about Breaking Bad, guys. We got to lighten up on Breaking Bad, okay? We just, we got to tighten it up. We got to lighten up Breaking Bad. Other news, <laughs> I'm still healing from the injuries uh, that Tim Keck inflicted on me last week. Everybody's been asking me, are you okay? Someone was like, more than one person, I should say, said that the photo of me tied up in the chair was, quote, pretty upsetting. <laughs> so I know that we did our job. Uh, uh, people liked people liked last week's episode. I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm happy about it. Tim, Tim, you know you're always welcome here. I owe you one for uh, bringing the old Kolb back, and he's back now. Speaking of the old Kolb, I had a big, a big win a couple weeks ago, and Tim was there to witness this, actually. Loyal listeners to the show will remember that back in April, I talked about Record Store Day, which happens every year in April, and uh, a bunch of artists put out promos and everything that are exclusive to that day to get, uh, you know, to encourage people to shop at their local record store, and uh, Elton John did a big one this year. Did a big one where his uh, seminal live album, Eleven Seventeen Seventy. Uh, was expanded uh, with like eight extra tracks or something. It was remastered, 180 gram vinyl, and I didn't get it. I didn't get it on the day. Did not get it. And none of you stepped up either, by the way. I talked about this with plenty of time, and none of the listeners were like, I'm going to do a nice thing. Kolb does a, such a nice thing for me every week. The least I could do is buy him this record and send it to him. But I didn't get it. And then... Two weeks ago, me and Tim Keck were walking to do a show. We're in Williamsburg. We got some time to kill. So we pop into Norman's. I think it's called Norman's Sight and Sound on Metropolitan Avenue. And I'm just browsing through. And what do I see? What do I find? But that Elton John Record Store Day promo release. And I'm all excited. And I bring it up to the front. And the guy... I, I have this interaction with the record store guy where I'm like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but uh, you know, this is a record store day promo. It's very hard to find. He's like, yeah, I know. Like, We got a bunch of extra copies. Like, He was as enthusiastic, uh, enthusiastic about it as I was. And it was the first like record store day employee interaction I've had that didn't suck. It's not like when I tried to go and find this thing the first time. If you guys remember from the Dr. Lisa episode where I went in and the guy was like, oh, yeah, that went pretty fast. You know, with all the other popular stuff. And then, like, looked at me weird. It wasn't like that. It was, that was at Earwax, by the way. It's a terrible organization, the Earwax in Williamsburg. Uh, but no, this guy was, uh, was into it, and I'm, like, all excited. And I come out the store, and I'm like, Tim, you have no idea. Like, I've, I've been looking for this thing for a while. And he goes, how much was that? And I tell him, and he goes, it's more than one month of Spotify, Gold. So he is... He is ever, ever the villain, Tim Keck, ever the villain. We are going to take a quick, and I do mean quick, musical break, and then I will be back with my guest, who I'm very excited to talk to, back in a moment with uh, Emily Duncan. And soon the music will play. And not an ad for Dunkirk. <laughs> oh. Haven't we seen enough of World War II at this point?
Dunkirk. Back in a sec. Cure, cure, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith of Young Persons Radio. I want to remind everybody that if you want to support the station, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge and uh, kick in a few shekels, as Mark Marin used to say, of, uh, of uh, what we're doing here. Uh, if you like this show, if you like the other shows and you want to learn how, to, uh, how you can help out, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge to learn more about that. If you want to sponsor this show in particular, uh, which I, uh, of course, welcome, uh, you can go to rfb.nyc slash YPR and click the link at the bottom of the page right next to our archive of episodes that says sponsor this show. That helps us uh, keep some of the administrative costs of running this thing down. Uh, so that would be very much appreciated. That's rfb.nyc slash YPR and click the link at the bottom of the page that says sponsor this show. I also want to remind everybody that uh, we at Radio Free Brooklyn are partnered with our old friends, Secondhand Records. They're located right above us at 1345 DeKalb Avenue in the Bushwick neighborhood of Brooklyn, right near, uh, it's about a 10-minute walk from the DeKalb Avenue stop on the L train. Uh, and I was about to say it's right near the Central Avenue stop on the M train, but the M train don't run here no more. The M train is closed for an extensive period uh, past Myrtle Broadway. So uh, if you want to get out here, you either got to take the J to Kaziowskow. I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say that. Everyone's excited about this bridge demolition. And uh, look, it's exciting. But I think first there should be a massive ad campaign of how to properly pronounce the name of that bridge. And until then, I'm going to call it Kaziowskow, which is very wrong. In the meantime, my guest today, I'm pleased to welcome a guest back into the studio that does not have me tied up in a James Bond-like device. She is another one of those people who are so talented in so many ways it drives me crazy. She, If she were just an improviser, a writer, a stand-up, it would be impressive enough on its own. But she's also written musicals. She has a beautiful singing voice. And, and she's from Canada. Please welcome to the show Emily Duncan. Hello. Hi. Glad to be here. I'm glad you're here. Uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that lovely intro. Yeah, I like to I like to gush about the guests up oh, top. It's, it's wonderful. Uh, it's, I feel great now. It's made more than one person uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, not me. I'll take all the praise I can get. <laughs> good, good. Emily. Yeah. I read your list of credits just now. Yeah, yeah. You are about to unveil a number of projects. That's right. That's true. Where should we begin? Should we start with the witch podcast? Should we start with the cruisical? Oh, man. Oh, there's so many things. Uh, yeah, there's, well, uh, I am, I'm working on a podcast that's not out just yet, but about um, witchcraft, uh, just sort of witchcraft for beginners from comedians who like witchcraft. Yeah. Um, Did that come out of conversations you had with people like realizing how into it? people were what where what was the uh, germ well, of the idea you know what it started because uh there was this binding spell on donald trump back in february <laughs> that everyone like it, i saw like a news story and i reposted it and a bunch of my friends were like 
yeah, that sounds great. And I was like, all right, let's do this. And then it ended up just being me and my one friend because uh, it was at like midnight on a Friday, which yeah. who wants to do witchcraft at midnight on a Friday except weirdos like me. But um, I, I kind of feel like that would be the perfect time. Well, to yeah, do it. it was it was delightful because we were on like a rooftop in Chelsea. It was like <laughs> and we had we had alcohol. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it was like we were having fun, too. Yeah. But um, and then after that, we had such a great time doing the binding, uh, the binding spell, which is uh, for for our listeners who oh, who don't know. who don't practice <laughs> who, don't, who practice. don't practice the craft. You and I, of course, we uh, know everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is you're to a know witch, already. right? Colby? Sure, of course I am. Um, well, so uh, that's basically, uh, in theory, what it is is you're you're binding someone from doing harm against themselves or uh, others. So the idea is that, you know, it's a it's a zero bad karma kind of spell where it's just about like stopping someone from doing mm. bad to other people or bad to themselves. OK, well, that um, sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. And and what you physically do is there's like, you know, you, you do like a little spell thing and uh, you tie up like a picture of them and you uh-huh. just like physically bind it. Okay. Um, and then there's some words you say, but it's it, sure, sure. Yeah, we don't want to say them now. No, no, I, I don't want to <laughs> accidentally bind anything now. But you burn some sage or yeah. something. Yeah, you like can that. bind the uh, guest guidelines. Yeah, maybe it's right beneath. Maybe you. I will. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's the thing I'm working on. It's called uh, Witchcast. Yes. Yeah. Witchcast. Yeah. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, uh, so I'm the the biggest thing that I'm working on right now, I guess, is a new family-friendly musical mm-hmm. um, called Pluto is Missing, and it's about the planet, the former planet, Pluto, finding out that he's been demoted and going on a journey around the universe <laughs> to figure out where it is that he really belongs, which, of course, is no spoilers, but, uh, you know, at home in the Milky Way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a spoiler, I guess. But, uh, who cares? <laughs> um, but it's going to be great, and it's going to be uh, every Sunday this fall at the pit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, a weekly? Yeah, it's Ooh, weekly. Oh, very cool. For yeah. how long? Um, our first preview is September 17th, and our last show Previews. is just before Christmas. Oh, yeah. my God. That's yeah. outstanding. Yeah, we have Thanksgiving off, but other than that, we're doing it. That's great. Yeah, and it's, it's going like to be... A, this puppets. is like a real play. you got yeah, previews, yeah. you got open <laughs> night. Is there going to be a step and repeat? Yeah, actually. <laughs> is there really? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, uh, it's Well, I, I mean, I, I think so. We talked about it. it it's, uh-huh. you know, we don't have... I mean, we'll see. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the, what's the comp situation? <laughs> people get you comp hey, just for you you're look, pressed i would so uh, yeah exactly yeah. impressed yeah, yeah 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 no i want to pay to see it <laughs> i want to pay to see it i think there might be i mean not to give myself away but i think there might be discount tickets on today ticks if you wanted a half oh price. today ticks yeah, yeah 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 today ticks has a they have a big ad campaign going on right now oh yeah yeah they got all these uh, they they took over the 14th street and 8th avenue subway station Oh, I, I have. I guess I never, I never go there. So right. That, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you are a Queens. I'm a Queens resident. girl. Yes. I'm a Queens queen. You live in Astoria. I do. You live near the Land Museum of, of the Moving Image. Yeah, that's right. And uh, the QED, a place to show and tell. <laughs> that's right. That's a wonderful list of places in Astoria. I also live near Astoria Coffee. And uh, okay. What else is in Astoria? Uh, there's a Subway restaurant. Subway, you know, Subway Eat Fresh. Oh, oh. Uh, okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really see those anywhere. <laughs> right, yeah. Go you might. Queen. I don't know. You know if you've I think heard that was in the uh, place. that was in the Anthony Bourdain uh, episode about Queens. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So you got to go to this subway. You got to give this a shot. Three dollars and eighty one cents for a six inch sub. <laughs> That's crazy. Imagine Anthony Bourdain going into a subway and asking for like what the sub of the day is. Oh man. Just like. Do you, gonna, think, do you think? Do you think that happens? Do you think he's just like? 
I wonder what Anthony Bourdain's... Because can't eat well every meal. Sure. There's no way. There's no way. Right? I mean, maybe there is. I mean, maybe there is. I don't know. I guess if you have Anthony Bourdain money, you can probably do anything. If you found out that Anthony Bourdain like, lived in a mansion and had like a personal chef, would that be like a scandal? Would that be disappointing that he doesn't cook a lot? I would not be surprised at all because he works so much. He, he does so much stuff. Yeah, yeah, like you yeah. can't. I mean, if anything, it's like that's pretty nice for that personal chef. That personal chef must be pretty good at cooking. Yeah, yeah. If you've got the Anthony Bourdain seal of a yeah, yeah, he, uh, seal of approval, this rather. is the only thing Anthony Bourdain eats most of the time. <laughs> did you see that movie Chef? Yes, I did. Way back when I actually loved with I loved John that Favreau. Movie. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I imagine Anthony Bourdain's home life. Yeah, is like. probably. He's always just chopping stuff just up chopping. in the kitchen just because he loves it. Just because he loves it so That's much. what makes it Cubano. That might be the case. I don't know. Yeah. 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 And he has an estranged son. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's Anthony <laughs> Bourdain. Who takes around in a food son, truck. Right? And, uh, Emily. Yeah. We do. We like to do a thing here. Uh, before I do this, I'm going to remind everybody. 904-606-0842 is the number. All right. Call in. 904-606-0842. And please do. Please call. I'll be eager to hear... Uh, uh, from all of you, and so will Emily. We do a thing here uh, that I have perfected over the course of several months uh, doing the show, and I like to call it the Young Person's Radio Questionnaire. Uh-oh. All right. I'm going to ask you, we can do these rapid fire, or we can spread out with them a lot. If you have an answer that I take umbrage with, I will say so. Sounds good. These are eight, I think it's eight questions now. All right. Hey. I have some new questions in the mix this Uh-oh. Week. New questions. New questions. The first one. Mm-hmm. Bar trivia or karaoke? Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard, right? Yeah. I guess if I had to live without one for the rest of my life, I would, cho I would choose to keep karaoke. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's more important to just the running of my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, than bar trivia. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, for me... Uh, I would agree. Yeah. All right. Great. 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 Because I love as much as I love bar trivia, it, it feels like more of a hassle to organize than yeah, yeah. karaoke. Like I don't you know need why that whole, is. Yeah. 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 I don't know. And it's like you have to kind of keep your wits about you. And, yeah. And there's winners and losers, which I don't love. Yeah. Because I get very competitive. I yeah. Get very, of course. Yeah. I, I have, have you ever issues. won a trivia night? Uh, I think I have, but not on my personal skill. Sure. You are on like a bigger team. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like, like I personally haven't won. A, a team that I've been on has won. Uh -huh. You know, the first, yeah. I the first time I did it, I was uh, on Staten Island, and there was a group that was so big that there was a cash prize, and we all like we all made like three dollars. <laughs> it was uh, it was diminishing returns. Yeah. We'll get back to this in a moment. First, we have a caller on the Ooh. line. I am going to bring him on now. Caller, welcome to the program. Hey, Colby <laughs> and Emily, how's it going? Hey, Tim. Well, look who it is. It's Tim Keck. For those of you who don't know, for the because we get a lot of new oh. listeners every week. Tim, there's three things you got to know about Tim Keck. Number one, he's Florida's favorite son. Number two, he hates birds. <laughs> and number three. Last week, he tied me up and ran my show, and I had to break out and uh, beat him to death before yeah. I could get back on the air. And ratings went through the roof. <laughs> I don't know how true that is, Tim. Who's to say? Just like crime, through the roof. <laughs> how are you this morning, my friend? 
I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Uh, got places to be this morning. Uh, very excited to listen to the show. Very excited to hear Emily. But I have to say that uh, it sounds a lot to me like you guys are promoting the use of drunken witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are. I mean, witchcraft on its own is really uh, pretty deadly. So, but uh, you, you, just, is gonna you just heard her maybe? describe this binding spell, which uh, seems like a force for good to me. But what if, what if you make one misstep, one drunken stumble, and all of a sudden you binded yourself to a tree for all eternity? You know, I worry about that a lot, actually. Uh, we did do the spell a little later than we were supposed to uh, in ah. terms of timing, and well, I was a little nervous that we, before. we would have caught somebody else's demons or something like that, you know? <laughs> Get it in my computer. You don't know. You could have bound somebody else. Yeah, mistakes can be made. But I, I think, you know, I think, well, we used the right photo, so it should should work I, I, if i'd accidentally like Mistake oh no i dropped the photo made. and picked up one of my dad then i'm in trouble but mistakes <laughs> <laughs> can be made yeah. it sounds like you're uh, really lightly handling this uh, topic of witchcraft well Tim, lightly we, as uh, in deftly yeah yeah <laughs> yeah as in with great grace and skill yeah i agree thank you tim <laughs> i meant more along the lines of uh you know, not having the healthy fear that every witch should have. <laughs> so, yeah, sort of like a respectful fear. No, I respect. I respect. I, I respect. Hey. I res- hey, I respect. <laughs> yeah. yeah? Tim, what's your problem with witchcraft? I don't like to... Ju- I'm not going to judge I, it here. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> but I... Because it's real and it's out there and it's taken more from me than I dare say. What if? Oh yeah, that's right. Didn't oh, it's you, taken from you. Didn't you lose a yeah. girlfriend or something to a, a witchcraft? Yeah, uh, I did this uh, this bait and switch in high school where I asked an ugly girl to the prom and then uh, we rigged the votes so she won prom queen and then we poured a bunch of blood on her from a cow. Ooh. And uh, yeah, she murdered everybody near me. Tim, that's, well, I guess that's you awful. Could say, I guess I understand now why you are not a fan <laughs> yeah, that, of witchcraft. That makes sense, yeah. So the idea you're tossing a couple back and experimenting with the old cauldron really <laughs> freaks me out. <laughs> well, Tim, just stay away from proms. What are you doing? Are you like you are you cleaning are you cleaning a blanket right now? <laughs> Me? Oh no! I'm standing right next to my air conditioning unit. Oh sure. Okay. <laughs> Gotta stay cool this summer. Yeah, it's a, it's a hot one out it's there. It's a hot one. Tim, uh, anything you want to plug before you go? Any upcoming shows you um, want to take over and ruin? Well, I guess if anybody needs a date to the prom, I'm willing to try again. <laughs> no, yeah, Tim, I don't think you should do that. It's been it's been ten years. He's ready to get back out there. <laughs> Getting back on the prom well, horse. Well, uh, to be fair, I go to prom every year, but... You know, they say, you know, when you're getting over somebody, uh, Tim, it's a, it's a week for however many months uh, you were together before they oh. murdered everyone. Wait, I heard 50% of whatever the... The, the rules are, are are fluid. Mm, interesting. I heard it's a one-for-one exchange. <laughs> <laughs> and you were with Carrie for 10 years, right? How'd you know her name? Uh, you you mentioned her at a bar one time. Yeah, we all saw yeah. the documentary about her. Yeah, we all saw the documentary. Oh. 
Wow, well, yeah. <laughs> Even more importantly, don't drink in witchcraft. And on that note, Tim, I'm going to say thank you for Come calling. Out. Oh, no. Oh, oh, he's jumping the gun here. Jumping the gun here. Okay. We have another caller. Did he scream no as you hung up? No, he said Tim out. Oh, I misheard that. Caller, welcome to the program. Hey, uh, Colby. Hey, hi. Who's this? You're never going to guess who the fuck it is. You're going to shit. You're going to shit a brick. You're going to be so fucking psyched when you hear who it is. Okay, let me guess. Let me guess. Um, Is this uh, Ted Nugent? <laughs> uh, guess again, chump. Uh, are you a music person? Oh, I am kind of a music person. If you consider food to be a music. Food? Oh, no. It's me, the funky pasta man, Anthony Bourdain. Oh, no. Oh, man. Anthony. Yeah. Oh, it's oh. such a... Yeah, you've never uh, had such a cool fucking guy on your show before, have you? <laughs> Probably. No, no, that's true. I mean, this is... Uh, I, I like to say that... Um, you know, all the guests are cooler than the host here, but uh, you, this is yeah, a million a percent cool true. Yeah, really outshining me here. This is Anthony Bourdain is on the line? A, have you ever met a chef that also uh, did drugs before? <laughs> me, per- yes. well, but personally, yeah, I know a lot of people who call themselves <laughs> chefs uh, and occasionally smoke a ganja. <laughs> is that what you do, Anthony? Do you smoke well, a ganja? You do heroin? Oh, okay. Heroin and, it, and it felt really good in my arms. You mean H? It felt like light, warm magic in my arms. H, horse. <laughs> uh, 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 those are the only two words for it. We didn't talk a lot in the heroin scene mm-hmm. when I was in it back in Jersey in the 80s. You know, the only cool time and place. D- yeah, totally. But guess what? Those times are over, and now I make, I make, I make pasta books and, t- and teach people that even though cooking seems fucking lame mm-hmm. and dumb... Mm-hmm. If you're me, it can be cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a relief to hear the cooking would be cool because uh, most of what we get, I don't know how aware you are, uh, Anthony, of uh, sort of the scene that's out there now. Uh, but I, a lot of what we get in uh, in Brooklyn is a lot of uh, people who call themselves foodies. And all they've really done oh. is just got a Blue Apron subscription and have been doing it for two weeks. Can't, I can't stand stuff like that. Right. You're only a chef if you if you did heroin in the 80s in New Jersey and then, um, well, I forget the rest. To be honest with you, Colby, there's, there's a whole lot of credentials that I apparently have that I, I'm, I'm kind of fuzzy on myself. But people love me. They think I'm the coolest guy. People think you're and really like, cool. I'm, I'm a big right. fan, Mr. Bourdain. Yeah. I mean, I was a big, uh, I liked no reservations a lot. I can't say I've uh, uh, really ventured into parts unknown, but. Yeah, I think you were really robbed well, when they shut down the taste before announcing a winner. It was a tragedy. But people like no reservations. I'll tell you why people like no reservations. Uh-huh. Because, because I'm such a fantastic writer. Yes. And I write the voiceovers like a third grader giving a presentation about a book he read uh-huh. that maybe he didn't read. And I read it real stilted and slow. And I make just, you know, I give it just enough of a writerly flair. Like, listen to this. Yeah, Tell I was just going to say. Okay, go ahead. Can you give us an example? Of Mexico, you know, the funkiest part of Mexico. <laughs> Go on. And uh, I was at this taco shop owned by a guy named Herrera Rodriguez. I know, two last names, two last names. Uh-huh. He opened up a little taco truck called um, uh, a River Dirty. 
Wait, did you say a, a river dirty? A river dirty. I mean, I anyway, anyway, on, on the show, I said, I took a bite of the, of the burrito, right? Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. With me? Yeah. And I said, burrito, in Spanish, it means little donkey. But in English, this burrito means big taste. That's <laughs> incredible. That's beautiful. That's very good, Anthony. That's yeah, very good. So it's a lot of like really simplistic, almost like um, like insultingly trite little turns of phrase uh-huh. like that. And people just think I'm fucking awesome. You know what I really like? Kid in school. You know what I really what? like that you do is, uh, you know, you'll go and you'll everything? talk to these. Well, I mean, everything, sure. Uh, but uh, uh, I, you'll go and you'll talk to these uh, like like very like high end chefs at like French restaurants, right? Uh-huh. And yeah. then you'll turn around and be like, and then like, say you're in DC, right? You'll you'll talk to like a fancy chef at a French restaurant, and then you'll be like, but then everyone was like, you guys got to go check out this jerk chicken place, and so we went there, and then it's just like you like in the kitchen with all the dudes, and you're just like, see, I can be anywhere, I can be fancy, I can be down with the people, I'm cool. Well, I'll, 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 I'll explain that dynamic to you, Cole. You know, these high-end chefs, they're a bunch of, they're a bunch of malorcuses. They don't get it. They're not hip. They're like, I come into their fucking restaurant, and I'm like, give me a Duck Lorange and a Pepsi. And they're like, you're sitting at our table? Uh, did we just hit the, the jackpot lottery? Did we just win the, the Kino jackpot lottery? They love it. They love it. Uh-huh. And then... I go down to, you know, a bordello or, a, you know, some kind of like hole in the wall, greasy spoon type guy with, you know, with like bikers and, uh, you know, old, like antiquated ideas of what cool is from like 30 years ago, uh-huh. like bikers and disco guys. And they're like, leather pants, jean jacket, buddy, you can stay all night. <laughs> this guy can hang. Sign me up. <laughs> oh, man. It's. God, how do I get a little bit of what you got, Anthony? Heroin? Well, Colby, you, yes. first of all, you got to fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that that one's out. Uh, That's the main thing. That's the one big thing that other chefs don't do that I do. Okay. I'm the only one who knows about it. I'm the only one who knows how good it feels on my penis. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know, and that's why they'll never be cool like me. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the reason I'm calling is <laughs> I did do a segment on that subway. Oh, you did? On the subway in Astoria? Oh, yeah. Of course I did. I was at um, Flamel, which is a four-star, four-Michelin-star restaurant in Astoria, and I know what you're thinking. They don't give out four Michelin stars. They broke the fucking rules for this restaurant, and I walked in, and they got on their hands and knees and washed my feet like a <laughs> god, like a coming messiah, because I'm Anthony fucking Bourdain. But then I said, this place is stuffy and lame. I lit a tablecloth on fire, broke a champagne bottle, and absconded. Whoa. <laughs> come out of a blackout at 2 in the morning. I'm at the subway in Astoria. And then it hits me like, this is what these people don't fucking get at fucking Flamel with their extra Michelin stars. These fucking automaton droids, these squares clocking in day in, day out, sucking down the juice, going home to fuck their hedgehog wives, and just, just, just plumbing away at the malaise 
day in, day out. They don't know what it's like to get fucking drunk and ruin a dinner and then go eat it in a story of Subway where the guy working there didn't have a name tag and wouldn't look me in the eye. Well, that so I part like, I know about. Fucking show. And then I said to the guy, yeah, I want double meat. And the guy was like, oh, you're in. They took me in the back room of the Subway. They were all doing blow and paying high stakes poker. I said, put me down for 50 G's. <laughs> 50 G's? That's a lot of money, Anthony. And a Siberian Husky puppy. I have a Siberian Husky puppy with me. All right? I keep one in my wallet. And you were ready. Big okay. Wallet. It's a Merce. Okay. So you keep a puppy in your wallet and you were ready to just give it away. <laughs> oh, I wasn't giving it away, Colby. I wasn't giving it away. You're I wasn't to get more. Right the fuck back. Up against my 50 G's, they put the, their entire Subway franchise and a kilo of prime grade horse, which you remember is the only word for heroin. Anyway, I won the card game with the Royal Flush. They said, you're the king. They kissed my feet, washed them again. I had clean fucking feet that night, Colby. I had clean fucking feet. I walked out of there, lit a match, blew up the Subway. Wait. You lit a match, and then the subway blew up. Everyone knows subways are filled with flammable gas. They're filled with gas all the time. Yeah, there's a gas leak, so the story of subways are dangerous. I don't give a fuck, Colby. I grew up in the 80s in New Jersey. I've seen it all. (laughs) Oh, man. Anthony, uh, please call again. Oh, yeah? You want me to call into your fucking baby show again? You were listening yeah, you to it. World again? You were listening to I it. Was, Colby. I listen every week. I love this show. That Kim Keck guy you got? Yeah. Oh, he's your guy, Fieri, Colby. He's your guy, Fieri. <laughs> I hope you know that is a compliment. It's not, Colby. What if Tim Keck... to him. What if Tim Keck later in life opens a Flavortown-style restaurant in Times Square? I'd and it's called, it's called Keck's Kitchen. <laughs> And each one is a pun. Each like dish is a pun that re- uh, relates back to Brevard County, Florida. Why not? Like sizzling spaceship me, sliders. Me, right. Countdown. Now he'd be all over it because he's a, a malortus. He's a hanger on. He's a deadbeat. Wow. Okay. I thought. Oh, oh, I okay. Look. This is a guy who tied me up last week and took over my show for forty minutes. So I'm not going to defend him. Yeah. But I will say that he's a good guy and you're a bastard. Me? Anthony Bourdain? Yeah. Yeah, you're a bastard. Boy, I'm going to be calling on this show every week. Oh. And I'm going to be rocking your fucking world. I dare you. I'm going to be the Chipotle sauce on your ham sandwich, my friend. I dare you to call in every week, Anthony Bourdain. I'm going to kiss you goodnight. I'm going to hang up now. Okay. We'll talk talk soon. We'll talk. Yeah. I'll talk to you in one week. Exactly. Oh, he hung hung up. Wow. Hung up. Colby, Uh, I want to say just quickly that you're doing a great job operating all of this, uh, all of this machinery with your one arm in a sling. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Usually it's uh, if, if people are noticing a little lag, you know, like when that Dunkirk ad played earlier. Right, right, right. Uh, then that's only because my one arm is in a sling still. Yeah, yeah, and the other arm's, you know, it's doing a lot of work. And I wanted to thank you for uh, pushing my wheelchair in uh, Yeah, absolutely. This you yeah. know, I mean, what are friends for? Yeah, yeah. 
Let's get back to the questionnaire. <laughs> Shall <laughs> I asked you bar trivia or karaoke after long uh, 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 of contemplation. You said karaoke. Yeah. Since we're talking karaoke, mm-hmm. open bar or private room? Oh, um, I actually prefer open bar, but I understand Ooh, the private room impulse. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I mean, I like that in a private room you have, you, you have more of a shot of doing it more, but like a half empty open bar is the best case scenario. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, I, you know, I'm interested in seeing some strangers give it a shot. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes they're really good. Sometimes they're terrible. Well, so it's also fun to do it in front of a crowd. Yeah. Too, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, that's the performer in me. Probably. I, yeah, I just yeah. like to be looked at. I, don't yeah. know, I just want attention all the time. <laughs> but, you know, if you if you pack out a good uh, private room, it's a similar. Yeah. A similar sensation. True. But, you know, that we were talking about the effort before <laughs> that right. takes a lot of things. Yeah, it yeah, takes yeah. a lot of stars. A yeah. Lot. It's like I could go to an open bar sort of situation. Karaoke. Anytime alone, I'm, you yeah. can go by yourself. I haven't done that, but now that I've said it out loud, I am thinking about it. I know someone who once uh, got a private room for karaoke just by himself. I'm not going to say who it was, <laughs> but he was like, he was like, yeah, I was having a rough night, and I just thought, well, I need, I'm going to need to do this right now. And so he went in in Koreatown and uh, stayed for like 45 minutes. You know what? Again, I get the impulse. I see it. I, I, see it I haven't done it ever since like... he told me that. I've been like, man, I kind of want. It. I kind of want to do that. I mean, I need an excuse. I'm not just going to like yeah, do yeah. it for no you gotta, reason. Like, wait until you're like feeling a little down. Feeling a little down. Yeah. Save it. Save it for a rainy day. Yeah. For when you're, when you're weary and feeling small. It's so funny that you say that because I was going to tell the following story just now. Hit me. I did karaoke on Friday night. Okay. In a private room scenario. Mm-hmm. A huge faux pas was committed at the beginning not at the very beginning, but during the night where someone was doing a song and someone, not accidentally, intentionally hit the skip button on the remote as the song was going on. Wow. And that opened the floodgates for other people to skip other people's songs. No. And the song of mine that was skipped, venomously, I might add. No, it wasn't. Was Bridge Over Troubled Water. No. Oh. Which... I've never done. I'd never done before. Was eager to try. Ah, was eager to try. If only you had some other opportunity to do it. You mean, right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> I've done karaoke on this show before. Oh yeah. Yeah, me and Mary Houlihan sang oh, "Someone Saved My Life Tonight." I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I don't want to. I don't want to give too much away, but uh, people will get to hear that at some point Ooh. if they missed it before. And then I just winked for those of you at <laughs> yeah, home. For those of you who aren't big making- things coming down the pike yeah. for young persons radio guys. I almost. I almost brought my ukulele today. I, maybe I should have. Yeah, that's yeah. another. Th- I didn't mention that in your uh, in your credits. I at just. The top. I literally just learned. I like. I tuned it Friday at two in the morning. <laughs> Sorry, neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> And then I, yesterday, instead of doing any of the things I was supposed to do, I taught myself how to play I'm Yours on the <laughs> Oh, of course you did. Well, because That's, it's the easiest song. Yeah. That's what I discovered. How That's, many is it? How many chords is it? It's like three, four wow. most of the there's, time. I didn't and then know there's there was like a fourth one. Chord in that. There's a fifth chord that happens once. Okay. <laughs> D7. <laughs> uh, next question. Let's go. What is the best concert you ever saw? Uh, Paul McCartney. Oh, where? Uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Nice. Yeah. Your hometown. My hometown. That's very cool to see him in your hometown. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I think it was extra good, extra, extra good. 
Um, because <laughs> this concert good. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I wasn't planning to go, and I didn't really think that I would like it. And then last uh-huh. minute, one of my friends was like, "I'm going. Just get a ticket." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I will. You're right. Why would I not see Paul McCartney if I yeah. had the, the chance to?" And and so I bought the ticket like day of, and I went and I was you know in the like they just had like an open field basically oh, wow. of like general standing room kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then they had seats along the sides. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was in the, like in this field and, and he comes out and he just started with band on the run. He started with band oh. on the run and I was like, I'm going to love this. What, what was I thinking? Not, not coming to do this. Do you, uh, do you like wings? I, I like wings. I love, I mean, everybody loves the Beatles, but I love the yeah. Beatles and, and hearing a real Beatle do Beatles songs was like, yeah. What, um, uh, what year are we talking? July 11th, 2009. Yeah, it would have been. Because that's the... That's probably the only time he's been to Halifax. I just looked up No Paul Beatle had ever, to my knowledge, been to Halifax before that. So it was also neat because all of these like older or like, middle-aged women were flipping their shit. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, because they were finally seeing a Beatle. Like, Man. They still had Beatlemania. I'm looking at the set list right now. 35 songs. Yeah, it was a long concert. It was great. And people that's were like really cool. smoking the ganja. In the, the smoking the ganja. It was just like... It's great. Uh, I I am going to see him in September when oh, yeah? he comes to Madison Square Garden. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, I I envy you. It, it's a great show. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's been doing temporary secretary lately. Ooh. Um, but it's so, I'm going to play a little bit of it because it's super weird. Uh, and I think it's awesome that this song is getting like, like live play because it seems to just be like a goof. <laughs> uh here, here comes a little bit of it. This is, I think it's from McCartney 2. Uh, it's another Dunkirk ad. It's playing right now. Uh-oh. They can't hear. I should say, did you saw the set list. Was it uh, Band on the Run or Drive My Car? He opened with. I, you know, I just thought of it. I, I was like, oh no, it wasn't Band on the Run. It was, I wasn't going to say, you're wrong. No, no, I mean, I, I, I know. This is Temporary Secretary. not like craft work. McCartney 2. It's insane. Yeah. It's so weird, and he's been playing that song every night. Wow. It's just like, I'm busy and want a secretary. That's a song. Right. <laughs> Bold. I got to say, backtracking, it was Drive My Car, and it was incredible. And that's that's what I remember, is that moment yeah. where you're just like, oh, right, I'm seeing a Beatle. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what is a movie you know is bad, but enjoy anyway? Ooh. Um... There's a lot. <laughs> I watch, I watch very mediocre stuff a lot of the time. Um, I know. I I wish I'd prepared this one. I I thought I could just wing it. We can come back to it if you want. Yeah, circle back. I'm gonna think about it. Who is the most famous person you ever met? 
Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah. That's a story. Yeah. I uh, I worked on Louie as an intern for a season. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Did you not know that? No? Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, that's big. Uh, yeah. Uh, season three of Louie, I was a production intern. Um, that's awesome. And I held an umbrella over Robin Williams when we shot in a graveyard in the Bronx at six in the morning. Did you guys gab? Yeah. This is the episode boy. of Louie where uh, like their friend dies and they go to a strip club. Yeah. Right. Who like he always went to a strip club. Anyway, I'm sorry. I cut yeah, you off. That's cut a, off no, that's story. exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, no, he was delightful. He asked me about myself. Oh. I didn't expect him to. Did you get like? Uh, did you get any weird voices? No. <laughs> no, tell? he was very normal. He was like, "Oh, my kids go to NYU." Like, you know, like it was just like, yeah. He was like, "That's a good school." Uh, he was, just, you know, like he, he was just like Rob. He was just like a, he was, you know, when I saw him get out of the car, I was like, "That's my dad." You know, like in your head. I mean, yeah. it obviously isn't my dad. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. But you know, you, you have, have this, like that because yeah. you just grew up watching so much of that stuff. Totally. I mean, my dad's great, not to like, you know, like <laughs> I have a great dad. He's no Robin Williams. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Actually, my dad got mistaken for Robin Williams once in a hotel in the 80s. Oh, do they, do they like physically resemble each other? A little bit. Okay. That's not, I don't think that's where that came from. But now that I'm saying it out loud, that yeah. might be on an extra layer. Thing. Yeah. So it's both that like being familiar with him at a young age and also he looks like your dad. Oh, like a little bit. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he was very nice. But it's like you're just like, oh, I know, I know you already, and then you're like, wait, I don't know you. Like, yeah, don't. I know. So I was just like, I was prepared to just in, like hold an umbrella in silence, but that didn't yeah. end up being the case. He was right. very, Did you very feel nice. starstruck at all? Did you yes. like? Okay, yeah. Oh of course. yeah, yeah. I, I walked away like. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that's a really good one. Yeah. This this is one of the new questions. So oh, yeah. you are setting the bar very high. Sorry, world. <laughs> Not sorry. <laughs> What is a TV show you wish more people watched? And I don't mean one like it could be from any time, like just one that you wish you could talk to more people about. Oh, that you all know. Canadian television. Okay, um, okay, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just you know, it's weird being down here and just like you know all those cultural things that n- no one sees because I've seen a lot of the American television. Yeah, but Americans. It doesn't go see, back the other way, which yeah. is fine, but it would be nice, like. Like this hour is 22 minutes, although I guess that's like Canadian politics, so no one would know what they were talking about anyway. But wouldn't it be nice if we all just like knew about each other? So. Uh-huh. <laughs> it would be. Uh, Corner Gas is a great show. Corner Gas. Is that uh, a- The Red Green Show. I'm not sure if that was made in Canada. Oh, I know the Red Green yeah, Show. Yeah, yeah. People from Michigan and like yeah. Maine and sometimes Massachusetts. Red, the Red Green, Green show. show. What was the other one you said? Uh, Corner Gas. Corner Gas. I just want to be able to talk to people about it. I'm, I is that a sitcom it? set in a gas station? It is. That's, that's exactly awesome. correct. That's great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I yeah, I, I guess those would kind of be it. There were probably others, but those, mm. those are. I feel like weirdly, uh, 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 you know, noted pedophile uh, G- Gian Gomeshi kind of made a bit of a name for himself over here. You know, before yeah, yeah. before all. Yeah, of no, that. yeah, he was very uh, he was very popular before he turned out to be uh, uh, just criminal. Worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I I feel like he would he would. There, it's a lot of like he would moderate like t- like talks here a lot. Yeah, uh, I don't know why we felt like we had to outsource that. <laughs> We're at a shortage of radio personalities here. Yeah. <laughs> you got one talking to you right now. Invite me to moderate your panel. I'll do a bang up job. I'll do a great job. I'll go on. I'll tell some jokes at the beginning, and they'd be like, "Ah, eh, well, let's get the panelists out here." <laughs> well, that's a good pitch. <laughs> And if you want a Canadian to do it, I'll moderate your panel. You yeah, know, Colby and I'll do it as a team. And what can Emily not do? I, I guarantee you, she can moderate a panel. <laughs> uh, I'm not a very good driver. I can't ride a bicycle. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. You can't ride a bicycle. No. Do you have any desire to learn? I feel like uh, it, it's there are a lot of bike riders in Queens. You must see them all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're just flaunting it in front Queens, of Queens, the home of the bike riders. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I'd love to learn how to ride a bike. Um, but it feels like it would be embarrassing to be out in the world trying, like, uh-huh. to be going up and down 30th Avenue, like falling off my bike. <laughs> I guess that's true. You know, like I have to find a secluded wooded area or something if I'm going to learn. Yeah. You go upstate just to learn yeah. how to ride a Which bike. Which just seems like a big investment for something that I don't currently really need. <laughs> <laughs> we are coming into the last 10 minutes of the show now. So if you want to call, uh, get them in now. That's 904-606-0842. That's 904-606-0842. We've probably got time for one or two more if you call right now. Woo-hoo. Call with questions for me. Call with questions for Emily. And if we don't get any, we're just going to sing Bridge Over Troubled Water. Uh, mm, <laughs> I'll be <your> bri- <laughs> What was I saying earlier about the beautiful singing voice? <laughs> me, me, me. <laughs> uh, I watched uh, I, uh, this one I didn't even try to put in on Friday night, even though I really wanted to sing it. Because if Bridge Over Water was getting fucking skipped, uh, I, I knew this one was going to get too. But... I watched Heather's for the first time recently. Oh, yeah? And I've still never seen it. Oh, it's on Netflix now, and it's good. Hmm. It starts with a, uh, a pop version of Que Sera Sera uh, that is awesome, that's just really good. And I wanted to sing that, and I, I lost my nerve. I lost uh, my nerve. What if that had been the hit of the night? You, you never know unless you try. You know what I did do that was a bit of a risk uh, was uh, Grace Kelly by Mika. Oh. Uh, and uh, I got to say, I think I held my own. I think I held my own. It's a, that's a tough song, but it's a good one. Yeah. It's the middle. The, it's the falsetto. Yeah. It's the, it's that part that's hard. The falsetto. Emily, we got to start Holly. wrapping the thing up now. All right. Wow. It flew well, by. Well, this has flown by. It, it certainly did. Do you have any other rapid fire questions I should answer? The last one is... Uh, going to the movies or streaming something at home? Going to the movies. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. That's it. That's my That's whole a, Okay. You can <laughs> wrap up. You can do whatever you need to. Do you have uh, Do you have theaters you particularly enjoy? I love the one in Astoria. Kaufman Astoria Studios. Oh, yeah. The big, the great. multiplex? Yeah. Yeah. It's got everything I want. I it's, saw the Lego Batman movie there. Ooh. It's like never too crowded. It's you mm-hmm. know, it's got all the movies you want to see. It's right across from the Applebee's, which has great happy hour specials. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know exactly. Uh, I've never been to that Applebee's, but uh, boy, boy, would I go. I say it all the time. Bees me. You want to go to the Applebee's? That's so funny. <laughs> Caller, make it quick. We're wrapping up the show here. Oh, my goodness, Colby. Um, I wasn't going to call in. This is one of your favorite pigeon people here. Is Margaret. this Margaret? I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't going to call in because I didn't want to dominate in any way, you know, and I wanted to hear more of Emily because she's just wonderful to listen to, and I love hearing you together. But I couldn't resist because I met Robin Williams in a very extraordinary way. Wow. So I'm actually able to talk about a few other things besides pigeons, believe it or not, (laughs) and... Oh, I, I had a wonderful, wonderful Robin Williams close encounter. Okay, can you do it in two uh, minutes? Yeah, yes, yes. Well, I play the bagpipe with the NYU pipe band. You do? Wait, and... I, I know people that were in that band, but we'll come back to this. But... <laughs> okay, well, yeah, we'll have to return to that. And, <laughs> and so one year when Robin Williams' son was graduating from NYU, I was, I was playing, and I was... 
I, I happened to be at one of the breakfasts, and so, well, I, I always get there early so that I can get in on the big breakfast, and so I was going to this big breakfast buffet, and I hear this voice next to me as I was loading up my plate with all these things. I hear this voice next to me say, yes, Lassie, it's a very important thing to have a hearty breakfast before <laughs> playing the bagpipe. And I thought, oh, I he know said that Lassie? Voice. I know that voice. Lassie. I oh, know that wow. Voice. I know that voice. And then I realized, yes, it's Robin Williams. And I turned, and there he is. And, I, oh, I was stunned, absolutely stunned. Stunned. And, and he proceeded to go into the original Gaelic of um, Bobby Burns' Ode to the Haggis. And, oh, it was just the most extraordinary thing. And then, and then uh, well, he told me that he, he learned that through his friend uh, Sean Connery. And sure. Then, um, he, like Emily was saying, he's always asking about other people, you know, and, and so he was asking about me and the bagpipe, and I, I told him about my my fear of going down the steps at these performances. It's one thing to go up, it's another to go down. So that then he proceeded, he launched into this imitation of all the bagpipers falling down the, the steps and doing a... A uh, whole imitation of the bagpipe and what would happen if they fell down. So <laughs> you got a little show. Wow, wow. You got a little show. That sounds oh, delightful. It, I did. I got a little show. It was very. And then he came and uh, and met everybody in the band. He he went back and met everybody. Oh. Uh, it was very very lovely. That's a, a wonderful lovely. story. I would love to talk about it more, Margaret. But I have to start the wrap up now. Thank you so much for calling I, and getting I, that I, in I, before I, we go. I I couldn't resist sharing that. Thank yes. You, thank Emily. you, Margaret. You're, oh, you've been a wonderful you. guest. Oh, thanks so much. It's nice to meet you. Good. I'm so glad you called, Margaret. We'll talk soon. Okay. Guys, that's another episode of Young Persons Radio in the can. Wow. I want to thank so much my guest, Emily Duncan, oh, for coming you. all the way here from Queens on a Sunday morning just to listen to me gush about her. For <laughs> Uh, I will while. travel from Queens for that many times. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Anything you want to plug real quick before we go? Oh, just uh, Pluto is missing again. That it'll be it'll be such a great show. We're gonna have so much fun coming it's, to uh, the pit in the, the fall. Pit this fall, um, we should have a website soon. Um, but in the meantime, you can find it on on the pit's website. Awesome. Uh, every Sunday. Well, I would just say to uh, uh, hey guys, uh, uh, another ad is playing. This guy got to get this ad thing under control. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Colby J. Smith and make sure to tune in next week at this time uh, for my birthday show. Ooh. Next week, uh, 10 to 11, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This has been Young Persons Radio with me, your host, Colby Smith. Stay tuned for Points of Order. We will be back next week. Here's Waxahachie. Bye. Bye. <laughs>